0: Bonjour, dear listeners. This is Boneyards and Boojums, an 1879 RPG actual play podcast. Chapter 3. Le catacombs de Paris
1: Card caught on fire from Adam Trafini at the table, and the rest yes. of you were probably just hanging around the various parts of this tavern, right?
0: Yeah, I was doing the reading for Pierre for when the Pierre, card caught on fire. Right.
1: Oh, yeah. yes. It was
0: the ten of the ten of Pentacles upright.
1: Okay, and Amos was outside, probably betting on a fight. Yes, and I don't know if Jacobi was just floating around somewhere. I'm was not sure what. I, uh, Jake, Jacoby would be doing,
2: um, I hadn't decided at the time and I'm still not exactly sure what he'd be doing.
1: You just having a light drink. Yeah, that works. Something not too heavy. Not going to give you problems for tonight, but, um, just like maybe a a couple beers, you know? Well, for a snark, I mean, yeah, you can handle a fair bit. So yeah, a couple of, you know, um, couple of uh, schooners, like the giant steins. Your mm-hmm. steins would probably be fine with you. Yeah, I think we ended at the um, the cards on fire. What does Pierre do?
3: I think Pierre, um, he's curious about her, the site and everything, and so I think he was asking, like, oh, this fire trick, is this a part of yours? This site? It is very impressive.
0: No. No, no, not, not part of it. <clears throat> This, this is not, this has been happening lately, not fire, but strange things. Um, Not part of it, I don't think. Oh, I see. Not that I know of. Ugh.
1: And Jacoby, I think maybe you're somewhere where you hear a bit of a commotion and notice over the, the table that has Madame Traffini and Pierre at it. There's a bit of smoke coming from there and some commotion.
2: He just kind of looks at there, zips it. That yeah, seems about normal. Zips it again. If if, if they're not panicking, and panicking and running, they have it under control. He'll, they'll be fine.
3: Oh, exactly. I think Pierre's just curious more than anything, just in general, but not afraid so much.
0: <clears throat> I'm okay. Well, that was um <clears throat> definitely different and exciting. <clears throat> I um. Uh, just give me a moment here, and she's actually going to cast to detect, so that oh, she can okay. see like, there's like spirits around, spirits or magic sort of on that card, or right around that table where she's been reading.
1: Okay, yeah, roll detect.
0: Okay. And uppity
1: poltergeist spirit. making
2: you trouble,
0: huh? Could be. <laughs> <clears throat> okay,
1: so detect- Wow, 14. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, there is a presence around here and definitely um it has recently touched those cards. Okay. And I think on 14, that's an extra success. So, um maybe your player suspicion of Poltergeist is definitely the same suspicion that Pan okay. Trefini has. It is something you know, where's a better place for a polter- Poltergeist to um, you know, Cause trouble in a bar, you know.
0: (laughs) She's going to slip into Astral Sight.
1: Oh, this will be fun. (laughs) Roll Astral Sight.
4: Oh no!
0: (laughs) Oh no.
1: Oh Oh, boy. Uh better roll step eight again. Okay. And you take nine points of damage. Oh, as uh Pierre, you and uh, actually I think Madame Trafini, you're gonna just probably fall over or something. As uh Pierre, you notice her eyes just burst into flame. Whoa. And she falls backward. And, uh Amos you hear a commotion from the inside and people are running out of there.
4: I will Except run for Jacoby,
1: who's probably <laughs> still drinking.
4: <laughs> I will run in because that I sounds thinking- like more fun. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would think
2: at this floor. point, he would he would go to her side and go and, and check up on her. He's he's not that, you know.
1: <laughs> okay, She's yeah.
2: like
0: on the floor looking rather dazed. Eyes still on fire or are they okay now?
1: Uh, So you, you're you going to get a wound off that probably. Uh,
0: I mean, no, not, I did not. Mine
1: all in once is not a oh, wound. Oh, yeah, you're Threshold
0: 11 because oh. I'm a dwarf. You're lucky. (laughs) I already checked that. So I think you're... I not go blind.
1: No, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I was thinking more like maybe a negative two modifier for um, low vision right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, For anything involving sight. Um, (laughs) You feel like your eyes have had like pepper thrown in them. Like just pepper spray or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, That's what it feels like. Uh, As the magical energy basically burned into your eyes. This is not the first time you've had problems with Astral Sight, if I it recall is correctly. Not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now. So basically, as the the two boys are sort of come in, Madame Truffini is on the floor on her back from this. Like, it knocked her and her chair right over. Just the way she moved. Uh, the Jacoby and Emos wouldn't have seen the fire, but Pierre did. And she just has her eyes closed at this point and is just like gripping onto like her skirts in a, with white knuckles <clears throat> um,
2: i oh. have something that i would like to say but i need to know um what jacoby is saying i know Madame Traffini, eyes shut on the floor mm-hmm. but like is is she like tear streaming from her eyes is it like obvious something is wrong with her eyes or is it is that not obvious
1: I think it'd be obvious because her, her, probably her reaction would be to cover her eyes with her hands.
0: Yeah, uh, she's sort right of like away. gripping the things and like one hand going up to her eyes to cover them. One you hand covering be- them, one hand is just like gripping her skirt with a white knuckled grip because of the pain.
2: All right, I'm going to look at Amos and go get a bowl of water and I'm going to see if I can't help Madame Trafini up off the floor either sitting or Uh, back into her chair so she can be at the table height.
4: I will have uh, run in and pulled my firearm uh, and just check the scene just to make sure that there's no immediate threat (laughs) at which point I will will put it back if there's no immediate threat.
1: uh, Roll charisma. Or if you have first impression or some equivalent to that. I do you're not, not. You're not con- you're not intentionally doing a first impression, but just charisma.
2: All right. You are running into a, a packed bar with a gun drawn. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. On a five, you see about three other, as you come in with a gun, you see about three other people freak out and point guns at you. Um, but they don't look... Um, to necess- they don't look like um, threatening. They just, uh, you, th- you think you surprised them.
4: Well, if they don't look threatening, I will actually just sheath it and ignore them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they look confused. <laughs> They're all dwarves and they just look confused and shrug and, hmm, then put them away. Uh, <laughs> when is the barkeep?
4: Uh, okay, I will, uh, having heard Jacoby, I will go over to the bartender. Uh, might I trouble you for a bit of water, maybe in a, a bowl
1: perhaps. Oh, yeah. And as you were saying that, he's already pouring it out from a jug underneath uh, the bar and um, hands you uh, what would be another thing? Like, uh, Yeah, also uh, hands you a, a glass cloth? of milk.
0: Yeah And well. possibly a cloth.
1: And a cloth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the bar cloth. It's gross, but you know, it is a <laughs> yeah. cloth.
4: Fair enough. I'll, uh, I'll throw a I can't i will remember what the name of the money Frank? is here.
1: Frank yes yeah
2: we're in France
4: okay I'll, we are uh, in I'll, France I'll throw a couple of francs on the uh, on the bar and grab the things and go over
1: yeah I should have looked up what the conversion rate is I have no idea but <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's money <laughs> it's
4: money I'm not that concerned
1: <laughs> no you're a well-off character so you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff too much no. so,
4: I, madam uh, these may help I hope
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She still and has her eyes closed with one hand over them. Easy
2: now, easy. This this probably ain't gonna be too good, but we're gonna see if we can't get your eyes cleared out. I got a bowl mm-hmm. of water here to help you wash out your eyes, alright?
0: Right? <sighs> All alright, alright. She leans back and just very cautiously opens her eyes. Actually,
2: Doesn't... you you want to lean forward.
0: Alright. <clears throat>
1: What color is Madame Trefini's, uh eyes usually? Usually. Oh, here we go.
0: <laughs> usually, they're uh, green.
1: Okay. Uh, anybody looking into them will notice they're a bit more reddish now than green.
0: Like the irises? Or the... Iris,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The parts that are, yeah.
0: The part that shouldn't be red when your eyes are sore.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, so it changed from green to red. Yep. Oh, that- okay, not, 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 not clear eyes red, but... Oh mm-hmm. dear. <laughs> oh,
4: that looks unfortunate, madam.
2: What? Um. Uh, it's, well, it's kind of funny. It's still kind of Christmassy colors, but, uh. Your eyes aren't green anymore, ma'am.
4: They do appear to have a bit of a red tinge, my dear. Hmm. Huh.
0: Well, that's lovely. Bloody sight.
2: <sighs> I, I, I think Jacoby saying the Bartel will go, mm Pull out a handkerchief. (laughs) I mean, we are gentlemen here. This is sort of a thing we do, so.
0: Thank you. She sort of wets her eyes, but there's nothing really in them, so.
1: No, they're just, uh, I mean, they may feel like they're bloodshot, but they actually don't look bloodshot. Um Certainly, the area around your eyes—your skin is reacting a bit, almost like it's burnt somewhat. You didn't lose your eyebrows or anything, but maybe oh, you just singed slightly <laughs> your—maybe um, your eyelids, <laughs> or sorry, not uh, yeah, eyelids, uh, eyelashes. Eyelashes probably been singed.
0: Mm. Well, that was exciting. <clears throat> First, the card goes up in flames. Then I try to see the spook around, and then I go up and.
2: Was oh, that what happened?
0: Yes. Mm. Some sort of poltergeist ghost. There's something that was messing with the cards, mm. I made one catch on fire, and then I tried to see it and didn't.
4: Hmm. We'd best be wary then.
0: Mm-hmm. She uh, starts to like gather the cards together to put them away.
2: I suggest you practicing it, whatever you were trying to do, but uh, I don't want to risk your eyesight.
0: We need my eyesight and my sight, which is what I was trying to use.
2: Mm. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I I, I was figuring, you know, practicing whatever you were trying to do might improve, so this wouldn't happen again, but (laughs) while you're practicing, something like this or worse might happen and you might lose it altogether.
0: And we do need that sight tonight. Oh,
2: good. Good.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of, okay. uh, it's probably just about time, isn't it?
2: Yep. And he's going to pass her, like, half of the schooner he was drinking.
4: Thank you. And mm-hmm. she actually just chugs it. Um, I'll just check my pocket watches at how much time do we have left, Rob?
1: Um, yeah, just a few minutes. Um, It's set at 10 p.m. for an hour, and then around yeah, midnight, so we have to go, the go light them because it was
0: almost 10. So it's almost 10 to go light them.
1: Oh, I thought you had lit them already. No, you said then. it was no, we 10 were, yet.
0: It was, it was oh. only 9 o'clock.
1: Never yeah, mind. Then. We, we yes. had an hour to kill
2: because the because 10 was specifically in the instructions. Letting yeah. it yeah. early wouldn't do good.
1: Yeah, my memory's bad. I just thought you no had worries. done it already and you're waiting the hour. No. Okay, yeah. You can <laughs> okay. go upstairs and do that. Whoever, I, Who's doing oh. that? Or are you all good? Um,
0: Madame trefini is definitely going to be heading up the stairs. I think I might lie down for the hour while we... Let leave them lit
4: I will uh, keep guard just in case
0: alright
3: and I will uh, I guess regale the bartender with this hilarious magic trick I saw <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Madame Traffiti is gonna go upstairs and just lie down to rest her eyes
4: and I will light the candles and sit on the chair I suppose
0: she actually, like, uses the damp cloth and, like, lays it over her eyes while she lies on the bed. Just totally dressed, just lying on it.
2: Good call. <laughs> uh, Jacoby will stay with Pierre because, you know, don't want anything to happen to him.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, Matt and Trufini, each hour that passes, you'll gain one plus one back. Uh, okay. I so it'll oh, take okay. two hours to... Um, fully recover
0: yeah but, but I have um, one hour right now so
1: yeah one hour right now um yeah if nobody else is doing anything special then the yeah, hour passes fairly uneventful um some people return into the bar it's not that everyone left but a lot of them were kind of like a little freaked out
0: <laughs> and left that's just fair <laughs> yeah
1: and the bar was a little annoyed making less money now but oh, less fine so, <laughs> it's a trade off. Um, yeah, after the hour passes, what do you
4: do? Uh, follow the instructions. So, mm-hmm. I believe we go down to the stable come and. Out.
0: Don't leave lit candles. So, now we wait. And uh, we don't. Well, we have to find the location. But we don't go until around midnight. So, the next step is. Yeah. The ne- The next step is, around midnight, enter beneath the extra-wide garden cellar doors. Behind the building at 43 Rue Boissonde, use the alley behind to access best to do at night. So, we have to figure out where that is. Uh, I believe Pierre will probably be the best bet there. And how long it will take us. We have an hour to get there.
1: You, oh, should I know how long it takes? Or? Oh, let's see. I'm just trying to look that up, actually, right now. Uh, I'm gonna generically say takes about a half hour to get there. Um, if you're, yeah, you're bringing like a wagon with stuff, right? Yeah. Um, like with horse stuff. kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is in the and I'm trying to pull up the map here. Uh, the sixth between the sixth and the fourteenth. Um, what are uh, Alron Dismal of Paris? Um, I'm not even sure what that means, but I'm guessing district <laughs> is what it means. Um, yeah, not too far from, actually, uh, Pierre knows uh, one of the known entrances of the Catacombe de Paris, um is not too far from there, one of the known public entrances. So, uh, presumably, um, whatever this is, the, the instruction set is some kind of secret way into another one of the tunnels, one of the less public ones, because the... You know, Catacombe de Paris has been here, oh, I think, a few hundred years, but it's um, been known better for the last couple hundred years. And up until, I don't know, a few decades ago, there was still dead being, um, like, bones were still being brought under there. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, becoming a little bit of a tourist attraction, the main one, but the uh, the kind of hidden tunnels are still, there's a lot of secrets. There's a lot of secret areas.
0: times Oh, all right then
1: well uh jacoby shall
4: we
2: we shall and uh guns drawn i think the boys is
4: sally forth <laughs> okay definitely not <clears throat> my gun drawn. <laughs>
0: no no don't, don't draw, go draw your guns yet we still have to get there walking the streets guns drawn might draw too much attention
2: no that's, that's right. right i thought we were already there
0: no no, no. no. we're just leading the the cart
1: okay so it's uh, pretty uneventful getting there. Uh, you're bringing the cart and you have like a horse, uh, yeah I believe it is. And um, it, the instruction says you can fit them in there. You just might not be able to go horseback in there because it be a little yeah. too... Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's a little it too tall.
1: Yeah, but you never know. Um,
2: Tell me about it. Might, it.
1: Be, might be sections <laughs> that are okay. Probably not for the snark, though. No. Oh, which <laughs> is the cowboy, which is probably just really frustrating for... <laughs>
2: <laughs> just just a skosh. Just a skosh.
1: <laughs> All these places that aren't the best for a cowboy. Um, the Rue boussaint uh Rue boussaint Ad. Uh, I think it's Rue boussaint Um It's a pretty normal street. There is uh, a number of buildings on either side. 43 seems to refer to a kind of townhouse kind of uh, situation where there seems to be multiple apartments. And in the back though, um, and it's very easy to get to the back because there's one of those kind of um, laneways that go through the building. Um, if you know, uh, if you've seen that yeah. kind of style <laughs> where you can ride a carriage, just read right through the building because there is a opening there. that you can get to the back to the carriage house and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and to the, you know, there's alleyway back there. The alleyway is actually pretty terrible um and um there is um a garden cellar that's pretty obvious um there in the middle of the the backyard as it were uh which was the instructions it is kind of dark it's not very well lit but um i would say Jake, uh, Jacoby jacobi has an easy time seeing that because well actually you all do because you all have low light vision of some kind
4: Yes, we do. Because they're
1: all Boojums, and all Boojums who get some kind of low light or heat sight. So,
2: Yeah, I got low light. The dwarves get heat sight.
1: Yep, and uh, trolls get heat sight, too.
2: Oh, yep. wow.
1: <laughs> all of the things. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll get everyone to roll awareness. Exception if you don't have awareness.
0: Uh, it has not been a full two, so it'll be negative one, yeah. So it'll be a nine.
3: Where is an awareness again on the sheet? Sorry. It would
1: be a skill if you have it. Uh, if you don't, then you'll be rolling oh. your perception step. So I don't think I have it then. Okay. Six. Okay. So Jacoby is the has the greatest awareness here. So Jacoby, um, what's Jacoby looking for first?
2: Let's see. If he's coming in with a delivery, he's probably thinking about. Similar situations he dealt with on, like, cattle drives and stuff. Rustlers, bandits, and everybody attacking. So he's looking for uh, hiding out points. People, um, ambush points. Where people can hide and get the high ground on them. Or hide in nooks and fires from safely. That sort of thing. Um, He's also probably looking at the trail ahead of them. For perhaps any Um, traps. I don't know about like maybe pit traps or trip traps or anything like that. He's just looking for disturbances, we'll say. Okay. To any kind of well-worn path that
1: would make make him go, hmm. So there's a couple of sheds around that someone could hide at and you can more or less discern there's probably no one there currently. No motion. Maybe um, you get someone with heat sight to kind of look in that direction, make sure there's no you know, I, I signature, think, heat signatures kind of thing. I
2: think Amos uh, would be his go-to as a fellow uh, gun user and hunter <laughs> and person who watches for such things.
1: And as you do that, you know, Amos, you don't see anyone um, in these hiding spots. But Jacobi, you do notice that um, the garden center, while well, it looks too small mm-hmm. to fit a horse and wagon and all that down through there, you're also noticing the way the ground is positioned. You think there there's kind of dummy doors there. Like these, the doors you see are probably part of a much larger door that okay. is hidden there.
2: Makes sense. Um, and
1: if you find the right spot, you might be opening a really, really large cellar door that you could maybe then presumably be able to march something as big as a horse down. And he's going
2: to relay this information to the others. Um...
4: We. We still have some time then, Rob, before we're supposed to go down? Before
1: midnight, yeah. There's uh, okay. f- 15 minutes, we'll see.
4: So okay, I th- can-
2: I think oh. me, I th- I'm sorry, I'm just thinking Jacobi and Amos should probably be searching for the uh, larger door hinges. Yeah. And again, again, it's Amos because um, Jacobi doesn't know how Pierre can do in a fight. So he is, at the moment, an unknown factor. I'm not going to say liability. And two, he knows Madame Treffini is still dealing with her eye pain, so he doesn't want to put any undue stress on her because she has her own part to play, and he wants to make sure she is rested and ready for that.
3: Yeah, I could even be, Pierre could just be, like, staying with Tr- Madame Trafini, making sure that uh,
2: also, she has also it. Also that, the, the, you know, someone should, you know, we shouldn't split the party as much as possible.
4: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I do a tracking? See if, uh, see what things look like?
2: Sure. That sounds like a plan. May I join in on that? Yeah. If you have tracking as well,
1: I do. You could, could, um, so you could treat that 10 as a help out and give yourself plus one for Jacobi. Oh, oh, Um, cool. I'm adopting those optional earth Dawn help out rules. so. So
4: does that mean I roll step 11 or?
1: Nope. Uh, oh, okay. I just mean, Jacob, gets an extra step because oh, you okay, rolled, excellent. uh, oh, you know, <laughs> I
2: yeah. would known down that cause,
1: uh, 15 oh, is pretty dang good. 15 on- we'll, we'll Can just I add run run one to that. Eight, yeah.
4: So.
1: Make it a 16. Um, yeah, that's, that's really good. What are you actually looking for when it comes to tracking for both of you?
2: Do you want to go for- first? I feel like I've been talking too much lately.
4: <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm just looking to see if there's been any traffic heading towards the doors. Um, uh, because I'd imagine this is their normal route, so maybe tracks from my wagon or anything like that, and to see how long ago they were, if I can.
1: Do you think there are? They were fairly long ago, because they're fairly long It's not very frequent, not very often. Mm -hmm. You can tell. Um, This is probably, like... uh, You're not sure if this is, like, a magical thing or just a... Hey, no one actually works on the garden here, so that's innocuous, you know, garden shed thing. Mm -hmm. Nobody really ever bothers with it, and so it's just hiding this entrance. Um, Could be one or the other.
2: How wide, as compared to the visible doors, are these uh, tracks? The the wagon tracks.
1: Oh, much wider. Because, yeah, kind of like horse and carriage, kind of wide.
2: Okay. So, taking that into effect, I'm going to measure out how f- how far they are compared to the door, and see kind of kind of imagine in my mind where the hinge would have to be to get a door open that wide, and then start searching along the wall around that perceived area away from the the fake door for the actual door hinge. If any of that made sense,
1: uh, sort of. I mean, I will describe it correctly. I was thinking more of a cellar door, is an a like door on the ground? Okay, kind of thing. Not a door in a wall. Um, like a root cellar. Yeah. Okay, like a so root an angled,
2: thing. angled kind of door. Well, no,
1: completely on the ground door.
2: Oh, completely on, on the ground king. door. Okay. Yeah. So not right. a storm cellar or root. Okay. Yeah. Um.
1: Hmm. All Think right, of a well, trap door kind of thing.
2: Okay. Okay. He's okay. Then he's just gonna going to go, see, you know, further away from what's visible, um, where the real hinges might be to accommodate, the the tracks that Amos found is you basically know. what I was trying to say.
1: Okay, to roll awareness then.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Wow, twenty. You're right. Yeah, I would say you like find it. It's exactly where you expected it. -hmm. Um, It's kind of like this hidden little hook, kind of uh, latch that is just to the left of the um, kind of less interesting cellar, like smaller cellar Mm -hmm. doors. Um, And if you pull uh, for a snark, it's so easy. Actually, Mm -hmm. you can kind of stand from one side and pull it up, and then stand on the other side and pull the other side up, and you can get both um, both hooks up, no problem. And it, um, while steep-ish, like for a horse, it's not something a horse can't do. It's probably about the maximum um, angle that a horse will handle, though. Okay. And, and then it flattens out pretty quickly.
2: All right. Uh, how How long is this steep incline or decline in this case?
1: Not for very long. Okay. Just enough to get you kind of underground.
2: Might I do animal handling so as to lead the horse down the incline without it
1: spooking? Yeah, you can do that.
4: Uh, I'll do a help out on that one. Okay. Okay. So, so you I'll go first.
1: Lamos is first. Difficulty number, I guess, seven. We're in this one. Seventeen, so <laughs> two extra successes, so um Jacoby can add plus three.
2: Okay. Uh animal handling eight, nine, ten, eleven.
1: Yeah, 15. Yeah, you have no problem getting that horse down there. It's almost this horse has been down here before, but it hasn't. Still.
2: (laughs) If animal handling didn't talk, it was going to be animal talking.
4: Because remember, I do have that magic.
1: (laughs) Yes, That would be strange, but yes. Yes, you do. Um,
4: Okay, so after he leads the horse and everybody in there, um, I will close the doors by myself at the same time using my magic hand. Ah, because oh <laughs> that's funny.
1: Forgot about that.
2: <laughs> and hey, yeah. I actually came up with a good explanation for my animal talk magic. So
1: that's good. Uh, I'll get Pierre to roll a awareness or a perception if you don't have it.
2: Amos, why you were doing so good?
1: So eleven. Um, Pierre, oh, you, you did. You notice that uh, Amos just like gestured at the door as you all go in. <laughs> and it just closed on its own. Yeah, so
4: I I basically I grabbed the one door and like the other door kinda closes on its own with no discernible reason why.
3: Uh, do you have some sort of pulley system in your hand there? What how did you manage to get that door closed?
4: <laughs> magic, my good sir.
3: Ah, magic, magic, all this talk of magic. Very interesting group you are.
0: He's showing off. <laughs> I approve. Never
3: hurts to practice. You burst your eyes into flames, now he makes a door move on its own. I don't know what Jacoby is capable of, but I am uh, anxiously awaiting. I can talk to animals. (laughs) Ah. Present company excluded, of course.
2: No, I could talk to the horse.
3: I just didn't. Oh, I meant. I meant. uh, uh, We are the Boojums. It was uh, another French joke, don't worry about it.
2: I'm going to say that ain't kind of a funny joke, but yeah. Never never really understood the French's its sense of humor, but eh, whatever.
3: Maybe an uh, old troll joke. I don't know. Yeah, I'm probably lost in translation. Yes, yes, yes. You are not so good, you English, at reading the uh, French, I notice. So.
2: Oi, I'm an American, thank you much.
3: Oh, my pardon. Uh, how, do you, how do you do? Or whatever you say. How to do. <laughs> As he tugs on his cowboy hat.
1: Okay, that was funny. Old tro- jo- troll joke is itself, I think. No, <laughs> way, no way there's been trolls for longer than two years. No, longer,
2: yeah. <laughs> At this point, you know, with the weirdness they deal with, just, just they just roll with it, I'm sure.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so, uh, who's, uh, leading the group. There are some obvious um, spots for lighting uh, torches and things like that in the hallway if you wish to. Or you can break a lantern or something. I'm not sure what you're managing to doing.
4: Do you have a lantern?
0: <laughs> we should probably use a lantern. We don't want to leave a trail.
1: Fair enough.
2: Uh, well, I do have basic <laughs> camping gear, which would probably be a lantern or at least a
0: torch. So yeah, probably I- a couple lanterns <laughs> then?
1: Yeah, I think that that gear would include both uh, torch it, and lantern. It, it, I
2: mean, it makes sense.
1: All right. So, uh, who's taking the lead on this? Uh, I shall. Okay.
0: Okay. I will go. I will walk second, so that if I'm needed, I'm there.
1: And I guess be leading the horse. Mm-hmm. And Pierre looking around.
3: Yeah, um, I think I'm like kind of slowly. I'm walking slowly, kind of observing just yeah. anything anyway, so I'm naturally going to the back.
2: One hand on the reins, and one hand on his pistol. If not pistol, out. Okay. I
4: was going to say, a, I, I'm going to un, unholster my uh, my uh, rifle.
1: It's a little tight in here for Pierre. Uh, you are probably something like seven to eight feet tall. Um, you're not having to duck in too many places, but once in a while, there's something you're having to duck under. Life of a troll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so instead of, like, getting her gun out or anything, Madame Trafini actually is going to get her compass out.
1: Oh, good idea. Um, yeah, so what's happening here is basically you're slowly going down underground. The uh, There's a downward incline, very slight, a few switchbacks here, and then um, you eventually enter into a... Um, Kind of a cavern. It's a bit more open. Um, stalactites, stalagmites. Not much light in here, though, um, other than the ones you, the one you bring with you. And what was it, Madame Trafini was? Um, was doing? You had uh, you mentioned something that Madame Traffini was doing?
0: She's got her compass out, so if they ever oh, hit any like places where they have to decide which way to go, she mm. makes sure they're going east.
1: Excellent. And um, yeah, as you look around, this area has an awful lot of bones uh, in it. There's actually walls uh, that are completely adorned with old bones, skulls, um, you name the the type of bone. And you can probably find several of them here. They go about to as high as a, you know, pre, um, uh, you know, pre Bujim era human could probably reach to and maybe a little higher. Um, and uh, even in some parts, the floors are a- actually um, done with bone um, in some way, like filling in an area that was not as even uh, and they'd fill it in with bone. And um, yeah, it's a little I would say intimidating for probably some of you, maybe not all of you.
0: Okay. Um, at this point, she's going to kind of look at it, look at the compass and start to move towards the south. Okay. Just sort of taps Amos this way, starts heading to the south side of the area.
1: Okay. You, know, you notice that there is a tunnel heading um, towards the south, southeast or so, and uh, it is also uh, very, uh will oh, be a good turn, kind of very, hmm, macabre, kind of.
0: She's looking for, she's trying to find the, door of bones
1: yeah well this is definitely an archway of bones yeah, it's very artistically done but it's also very uh, yeah, macabre um, as it were
0: I'm just going to do one check before we continue through here I think
2: that might be a right good idea
0: alright eyes
4: yeah your eyes should probably be good by now
2: Yep. <laughs> right in time to screw them up again
0: alright we can do this and she will attempt to see into astral space again.
1: <laughs> okay, seven. That's What's the seven. critical failure? Not a critical oh. failure. You need, what, six to do this?
4: I think that's six or seven, yep. yep. So either way, you're good.
1: Cool. Uh, I'm just gonna look that up, because I remember there's a specific number. It probably is six, because a lot of things are six. Astral sight Difficulty six. Yep. Woo! It's always six. Hooray! Oh, and you take strain for that, too. Wow.
0: Uh, Yes, I do. You
1: take a lot of strain for that. Jeez.
0: I have been taking... I take a strain each time.
1: Are you healing yourself in any way?
0: (laughs) No, I'm good still.
1: Okay. (laughs) Wow. There's Um, only
0: one strain right now.
1: No, it's four.
0: Mine says one strain.
1: Oh, okay. The book says four.
0: Oh. Okay, then. I will... (laughs) That's a mistranslation.
1: What the hey? <laughs> wow. It's, it's one in earth on. But that maybe might be white. why
0: it was split in there. Oh, okay. Let me just adjust that so that was six
1: extra. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's a fair bit. Um yeah, I don't even know what healing aids you all have or anything, Other than you could probably just take a recovery actually, you should roll a recovery test for when you were um laying down before. Down? Oh, okay. Yeah. Just a straight recovery test because okay, that's actually so that is, something that would um, trigger it.
0: What is the recovery test for this one?
1: It would be your toughness step unless you got anything special.
0: I do not. So seven.
1: Ten. So you get ten back.
0: So nice. does it come off damage or strain damage?
1: Both. Both? Like so they're the same thing. Or. Okay, they're, just because
0: they're separated on the sheet.
1: They are because one's technically stun damage. Um, okay. You you can't you can't die from strain. Gotcha. Um, it's one of those differences between 1879 and Earth Dawn is there's a lot more stun damage in this one. Uh,
0: yeah, I take a lot of stun damage.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So um, good thing we cleared that up. Yeah. Anytime you want to recover, uh, okay. laying down for an hour is definitely a good way to do it.
0: Okay. Or so I'm in natural sight now.
1: Okay. For a um, short time. Yeah, there is, you notice, there is actually some patterns around you. Um, okay. So you notice two things. One is there is a line of energy going along the wall behind some of the bones. Okay. Um, and with your regular site, um, you're noticing that this lines up with what looks like someone's done some work here. Um, someone at some point removed some bones and put them back and didn't do a perfect job with it. Um, and behind that is a line of energy. Um, beyond that, there is, it does seem to be just a lot of ambient energy. Certainly um, way higher in the ambient magical energy than anywhere else. Um, you're th- I mean, your immediate thought would probably be all this, bo- all these bones <laughs> are part, yeah. part of the reason. Um, but um, yeah, I don't. Madame sure Trefin have another reason? I don't know.
0: Um, the line of energy does it go like across the entryway as well?
1: Um, it basically like stays in the or... wall uh, okay. the whole time.
0: She's going to like go to where the bones were removed and just see if she can pull them off slightly.
1: And the rest of you see. Madame Trevini, starting to pull at the wall.
0: I really hate to ask,
2: but um... Just is checking that, is,
0: something. Alright. They've already been removed once. Or more.
1: And maybe a roll a strength. She's basically just
0: seeing if there's like a something there.
1: Roll a strength check for uh, Madame Trevini.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: do, do, do. I Hoo-hoo.
2: am a superstitious man, but um... Molly and a man anymore, but, uh, disturbing the dead don't usually mean a good time for those involved.
1: <laughs> okay. honest, a seven, you're able to find a spot where you can easily kind of remove it without, um, you know, damaging anything too much. If you did want to put it back in there and behind there, you see a cable.
0: Hmm. Cable. Mm-hmm. And she's just going to see if like, she can sort of tug it slightly, step away from the doorway, perhaps.
1: Uh, I'm gonna get Pierre to roll a um, some kind of appropriate skill, probably knowledge of uh, ooh some kind of knowledge skill here. You have field engineering, I think it is. Maybe roll yes. that. We'll do that as a knowledge test. Eight is good enough to identify t- to what you as you know as a brassman um, recognize as you think this looks a lot like an undersea telegraph cable. A lot like the same kind of cables that are used for the telegraph service, but usually used for undersea purposes. Really heavy-duty uh. stuff.
3: I said, wait, wait, do not touch, do not touch. It may be important. It is it looks like the under... And I explain all that stuff you said. <clears throat> in that
0: she, accent. Look, she stops from touching it. Hmm. Like you them. must
3: be careful with the kind of things you don't want to break willy-dilly. You can never make the perfect instrument in this way. You must investigate very carefully. This might be the thing leading to your very same
0: octopus friend. Not friend.
3: Oh. Soon acquaintance. I want to have American language, uh, you know.
0: I'm not American. Oh, you just said, okay, it doesn't matter. No, he's American. Uh- We're British.
3: Okay. Well, the point is, just be careful with the cable
0: of course, of course, there's also quite a bit of magic around it as well.
3: Oh,
2: good, so well, it it's a double whammy.
0: seem to be pausing anything at the door, so, oh. uh, unless you want to take a closer look, Pierre.
3: Is there anything I have with my clockwork or uh like I could disarm a trap or you know, I don't know what I yeah, would do um.
1: Maybe we'll do one more field engineering roll just to see what you know you could do with this, or what you could do to inspect it. Oh, 12. yeah. So an extra success. Um, you know that you that you could probably do some kind of wire tapping kind of thing, where you could maybe uh, cut away part of the the part that's used to keep it waterproof normally, uh-huh. um, and then get to the actual bare wire, and then use some of the uh, probably are carrying around some wires and stuff, using mm-hmm. that to kind of. Rejigger some kind of like wiretap of sorts to see if there is something being transmitted through here in telegraph. Okay, so I say now you leave this to the
3: professionals, and I will take care of it promptly. I think I, I think you just give me a little wire, and I can maybe see if somebody is talking to the octopus right now, and we can intercept some sort of octo communication, as you say. And I think I'll just do whatever
1: you said to, if I can. <laughs>
3: As you say, but... Mm. I'll
1: get you to roll field engineering for actual engineering oh. this time.
2: All right. Uh-oh. Anything I can do to help?
1: Uh, unless you got field engineering. Nope. Get out of
2: the way. <laughs> no, nope, just, just cryptography and engine programming.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see about that later. Oh, God, the engine programming thing. Uh, yeah, 12. So, um... It was a funny thought. I liked it, so I went with it. Do you, uh, I need to pull up your character sheet just to see what, um, things you have. Cause I want to know, um, see what other things you have to see if there's something that hooks into what I'm having going on in here.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I have fishing, Which might deal with the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have civil engineering too. That, that would have actually been probably that's fine. It's uh, um, the same.
3: It's, it's the same
1: step same step so we'll imagine that was civil engineering Um, okay danger sense that's what I was looking for Um, roll danger sense uh oh you'll take a point of strain so you take a point of damage Um, if you do do roll this oh that's a strange one because it's a GM triggered one but yet takes strain so it's almost like the GM basically decides for you that you take strain I (laughs) don't know like so 10 All right. so as you're doing this and as things apart, um, you're noticing, uh, and you've probably worked on cables like this before. Maybe at some point you experimented with underwater cables. to get energy going places you couldn't get it going before? Um, you're noticing something's off at some point and you feel like you, you should probably stop because there's like a weird, like telegraph wire shouldn't be, Um, High voltage in any (laughs) way.
2: It shouldn't be that um, spicy.
1: Yeah, but you're starting to feel the hairs pull on the end of your knuckles. Mm. You're beginning to wonder, maybe you shouldn't be doing that anymore.
3: Okay. I changed my mind. I don't know what my accent is anymore. Um, (laughs) I'm doing Borat now. It's
2: supposed to be be French. What you're doing, however, may not be.
3: Yeah. Um, Listen, we are not... Actually, we're, we're not going to touch this cable any longer. Okay, maybe uh, step away. It is a little bit more powerful than I'm used to. I don't know if any of you have a sort of uh, electrical testing engineering, but uh, I cannot quite delve into as I thought.
0: No worries. We'll just put this bone back in place carefully. And she's going to like put the bone back.
3: Uh, and remember, the, the knee bone is connected to the leg bone. Just so don't forget.
2: And the knee bone's connected to the thigh bone, so what you're so what you're telling me is that that cable there is having a lot more power put through it than what should be done. Uh, Precisely. Precis- it's
0: magic in it,
2: and magic on top of it. Mm.
0: Hmm. Mm. Just one thing, and she's actually just gonna tap the bone before full- finishing replacing it. She taps it, It's just looking to see if it's the same plaster bone, plaster fake bone <laughs> that she's encountered before with this group.
1: No, this seems real.
0: Okay Oh, all, she puts all it these back seem real. She puts them back in place, Well, I guess we continue then. After you. Until next time, dear listeners, blessings and good health. Au revoir. Salutations and valedictions for the Boneyards and Boudrums podcast are narrated by Jules Watts of Seize the GM podcast. For Creative Commons music credits, please see the episode notes.